Hey T. Welcome to Sincerely Sis with T. And T. With T. And T. Hey y'all, it's Tamaria and welcome back to episode two of season two of Sincerely Sis. Yes, and the episode is going to be called Black Girl Magic. And today we have a special guest. If you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Chris Hobbs. I am the founder of Hope Circle, a women's empowerment organization based out of Indianapolis. Yes, women empowerment. Yes. We know we're here for it. And it goes right into our episode today. Yes. So, Tori, you want to go ahead and introduce the topic to us? Okay, so first I want to just go around and I want y'all to tell me what does black girl magic mean to you? Oh, sure. So when I hear the term black girl magic, I really just think of everything black, everything that a woman has to offer. I feel like it encompasses us. We are empowering. We are beautiful. We are stunning. We are intelligent. We are strong. And I think black girl magic just stands for all of that. I agree with that. I would say that black girl magic to me means all of that, like the beautiness, the sexiness, the strong, the empowering the independence, Come the on. motivation, all of that <laughs> that black women are, like everything that like black women are beautiful and can be magical regardless of what shade of color they are, their hair texture, what they do in life. Like yes. black girl magic is just like ugh, like girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. And you know, for me, I just believe black girl magic is who you are naturally. Like what makes you you, you know like T-Dog, you may have this, like, little oomph. And I'm like, girl, yes, that's you. Or, yes. like, you have a little sass. And I'm like, oh, you independent. And, you know, we all go through shit. But I feel like as black girls, we always get up and we go on to the next. Exactly. We don't just, just sit unique. in the moment. I mean, we can sit in the moment and sob. But we going to rise above no matter what. Exactly. The way we talk, the way we dress, you know. And we boss up every time. So, I just Period. feel like that is what black girl magic is for me and... Black girl magic is who we are. Who exactly. we are. Us. Just, and who we continue to be. In our exactly. essence, darling. Yes. 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 <laughs> okay. So, um, briefly, I'm going to go into a little background on the term black girl magic because I feel like we all use this hashtag, but we really don't know where it stems from. So, y'all, I did a little research, so give me a second. Come on, research. <laughs> so, the term first came from Joan Morgan. She coined it in her book, um, When Chickens Had to Roost, um, Come Home. Well, sorry. When Chicken Heads Come Home to Roost. Um, but it was later um, reinvented um, by Carshawn Thompson um, with the hashtag on Twitter. Um, she says she created the tag to celebrate the beauty, power, and resilience of black women. Um like I said, the term black girl magic, it first started off as black girls are magic, but as it got more popular, it was shortened to black girl magic. Um, why? Um, it's because, um, you know, black women needs to be celebrated in society. Mm-hmm. And she said she also created this tab because during that time, um, there was a lot of hate against black women around like the 2013 because you know this was when uh, Obama was president and Michelle was doing so many great things and she just kept saying so many hateful things on social media and also which was crazy to me um, there was a scientific journal put out that said black women are the most unattractive women on earth now, this is scientific, and I'm like, where y'all get y'all data from? Exactly. Because, um, Because I ain't take no survey. Right. Exactly. Because who did it come from? 
you got you got Bill, Joey, and Mary survey? to take the survey. Because it won't Carshawn, it won't Tamaria, it won't Kristen. Right. Sure it wasn't Jatoria, so exactly. I'm not I'm not sure, but you know, whatever. <laughs> so like I said, the hashtag started on Twitter. Um, but as it grew, um, other people like Essence received credit for her creation. Um, and she felt that she, she felt that she was being shut out, which, you know, I feel like that's kind of true because we haven't heard much from Carshawn Thompson. Mm-hmm. And the reasons are because you have to have money to, um, trademark something. Yes. Um, and if you don't have the money, you can't do it. And she, like she said, she got lawyers and they said, well, I don't think you should do anything about it because it's going to take more money that you don't have. Right. Um, but I feel like even though they took the hashtag and made it popular, more popular than what she did, they could have brought her in somehow, um, gave her the platform to uh, build or to have a support group or, you know, just have these conferences like they do each year. Mm-hmm. Um so, like I said, she also felt that she wasn't the right type of woman to market the brand. Yeah. She didn't feel like she was uh, light enough, like her weight, um, age. And this is a topic that we're going to be talking about. <laughs> Plug, ageism at Hope Circle. Whoop, whoop. Okay? <laughs> Y'all need to come out. Hope Circle underscore on Instagram and Hope Circle Incorporated on Facebook. February Check it out. February 25th. February 25th at 6 p.m. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Like, what do you think, before we get into the good of Black Girl Magic, let's yes. just go ahead and talk about the criticisms against it. Shall I start? Go ahead, dog. Yeah, I feel like black girl magic is a good thing, but sometimes I feel like what women feel as a whole, it dehumanizes us as women because already the white man or the white woman, they say, oh, women, black women, they can rise above and they always think that we're strong and we say that we are, but it's like, treat us like normal human beings, like let us be us. We are resilient, but sometimes we just want to fall down and cry too. Yeah, sometimes we just want to take a moment. So it's making us seem like um, there is this supernatural um, light to us, or this supernatural mm-hmm. feeling, but it's it's not true. We're just amping ourselves up. We're giving ourselves that energy. Um, I'm hyping up my good sis over here. I'm hyping up my good sis over there. But that doesn't mean that we don't need the extra support or we're just not human. I hear that. I feel like that's always an assumption with black women, though. And um, I, I don't know. I kind of don't want to put that on black girl magic. Like, I, I know that I'm strong and I know that I'm deserving of so many things, you know, and I know that I'm capable of giving myself so many things. But as you mentioned, like, I know that I don't I shouldn't have to be that all the time. But mm-hmm. I think black girl magic just. It, it is who we are, even in our weak moments. Right. And I think that that's something that I would love to see showcased more, for sure. Yeah, that's something that I would definitely love to see showcased more um, on social media and just in life, that we are human and we have flaws and we are still magic when we're crying and mm-hmm. we are still magic on our worst days or not even our worst days, but just our okay days, like... We are still just as beautiful and as unicorny as right <laughs> as yesterday, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think that 
black girl magic, like you, you guys both said, has made it so that we can't just be regular human beings. Like, they hold us to such a high standard as black women. Like, we're already held to a higher standard, and we always already have to prove ourselves more as black yeah. women. And it's like, with the black girl magic, it makes it even harder. Like, we just want to be a normal fucking person half the time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we want to be able to be, to cry and be emotional and not have to worry about that holding us back because we're trying who we truly are or not having a person that you can confide in because you're not supposed to need anybody. Do you think I that mean, that comes from black women though? Do you think we put that on each other or do you think that's that what I was going to talk about? I, I think it's from black women. Yeah, we put that on each other. I think that as generations go on, like we're always told that we have to be strong. We have to be resilient. We have to be independent. We have to be all these things. Mm-hmm. But where's that? It's okay to be weak and have a weak moment. But I don't think that's the the hashtags um, no, intent I to I, post I those not. labels. I just feel like the movement has become so huge that, and since in society we've created these images that oh we only oppose our accomplishments, we only oppose when we do great in our careers, when we're doing great in our relationships, when we're making strides in life, but we never show our failures or our weak moments. And when we do, or when someone else does, another person comes in and criticizes, like, well, you're not doing this right. But sis, you don't know what I've been doing since the beginning and why I'm failing right now. But just because I fail doesn't mean I'm not going to rise above. So I feel like we should give each other grace. Um, And when we see... I don't know. Maybe there should be a hashtag black girls in progress. Black girl magic in progress. I don't know. But we're not always perfect. And I'm not perfect at any time. So I'm not going to say always. I'm not perfect. Um, I fail at something daily. But that doesn't mean I'm not black girl magic. I think social media also is just a big contributor to all Mm -hmm. of that. Like, And that's where we're seeing these hashtags Mm -hmm. too. But it's just like, it's the same thing that you were just saying. It puts out this image that we have to like be in our best like you saw me living my best life on vacation that don't mean i'm living my best life when i get back home (laughs) you know like i don't gotta be smile smile happy happy joy joy but i think that like because people get the majority of the people that we like the people who see us day to day they know they know that we're magical no matter what like Mm -hmm. they know but it's this it's these other people that see us and want to support us from online platforms and everything like that when we not on it they like meh yeah and i don't have time for no meh bitch i ain't no meh okay (laughs) okay Okay? i am still i am still everything exactly um, but I think that we just gotta, and that's why I'm super excited about Hope Circle is because I feel like we just have that transparency yeah. that's like, girl, you are still the shit on your worst day, okay. okay? And I'm here to tell you it too. Period. I think that the, you know, that we don't document and tell like, you know, our downfalls is very important. Yes. Since we're at this moment, I'm gonna share my little downfall. I was supposed to graduate from grad school last semester and I did not. Yeah. So, I'm still in grad school. I will be in grad school for, like, what, five more weeks? Five more weeks. And then she graduated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's my good We're here for that celebration. Exactly. But that's something that I didn't want to share with everybody. I chose to share with who I wanted to share with because, you know, like we said, we don't want to talk about our downfalls because people look at us differently or they criticize us or they're just like, I don't understand why you didn't graduate on time or, you know what I mean? Like, people always find something to criticize, so... 
I made the decision to share it with who I want to share it with. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sharing it with the podcast. Right. Look so at everybody knows. Being like, transparent. Exactly. Yes. If I want to be the movement for change, I got to start with myself. It's so true. it's like okay that. to not graduate when you're supposed to graduate or not graduate at all. Take the that time matter. that you need to be the best you. Exactly. Shit happens. Yes. Shit life. happens. Life happens. Progress, happens. not perfection. Exactly. Right. Yes. Exactly. Progress, not perfection. Exactly. I also want to get you guys' take on Karshan's statement that... Um, she felt like she wasn't the right type of woman to market the Black Girls Are Magic platform. When I heard that, that kind of like made me sad. Yeah. And I'm really not an emotional person, like openly, but I was just like, I was like, damn, like, I really wanted to like cry. Like, I'm like, that just makes me bad because I'm all about supporting my girls. Yes. Like any Black woman I see, I love, I, I swear to you, I love when I see women in general succeed but a black woman is just just I can shed a tear and I'm not a, I'm not a crier but I'm just like yes, yes. my sis like you did it yes. that just hurt me because like as a black community as black women I can sit here and say like oh why does she feel that way but at the same time I understand why she felt that way because like media only portrays what's gonna sell right we know why she, she didn't she didn't feel like she was going to be marketable and that's why maybe she didn't fight i'm not gonna say that's why she didn't fight but maybe that could be a reason yeah. that's why she didn't fight as hard yeah fight as hard and she kind of mentioned that in one of the videos that i watched it was like an hour or so long and yeah. she was like i didn't feel like i was marketable and everyone else was doing doing it so why would i take over um and it's changed into something that she couldn't control. Right. Which she didn't want to have control anyway, she said. She said she wanted to be for everyone. It was just a celebration because she felt like this is what the world needed. But I'm just like, why do we do this as women? Um, like I said, you know, it's been going on for so long. The the light skin versus the dark brown skin right. um, situation. Or she's too fat. She's too skinny. Yeah. Um, you know, her eyes is this way, her hair um, isn't straight, um, it's in her coals and kinks and whatnot. And I'm just like, black people comes in the lightest of shades yes. and the darkest of shades. Yes. And Versatile. I feel like just, and somebody pointed out like, oh, well, they made a song called um, Brown Skin Girls. We are all brown. She's yeah. like, exactly. I was like, that has nothing. They were trying to take defense of Danny Lee. Yeah. And I was like, she didn't say anything about oh the brown skin girls are better. All exactly. we are all brown. Let's get that correct. And I think that's the thing that people associate brown skin with being a darker shade mm-hmm. of brown. But baby, when the white people look at us, we all brown. Yeah. No matter what shade of brown we are, and I think that's where, as a black community, we have our faults because it shouldn't matter that she's lighter than me or I'm darker than her or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we're all still brown. We're all still right. brown. Right. And, and beautiful. It is what it is. Exactly. And beautiful. And I think, as we mentioned, like, earlier on season one, when we talked about colorism, like, it's something that starts with us. It's never going to change. Social media, society, and the way they view us as white people are, it's never going to change if we don't change it for right. ourselves. So we have to start be- with ourselves in order to make that change and make it so that the stereotypical girl in the media isn't light-skinned with a big ass 
or and big titties and curly like curly hair that they think is perfect right. or straight mm-hmm. hair or what you know what I mean that that the girl can be whatever she can be whatever size have whatever skin tone have whatever kind of hair yes. and still be gorgeous and beautiful and sellable in the media yes right. come on dark skin for C hair because <laughs> exactly. I'm brown skin and I like my my curls and my kings exactly I like the size that I am. It doesn't matter. And I don't, you know, when I look at, you know, media, I'm just like, it doesn't really phase me because I feel like nowadays we are seeing more of a diverse brown person. Yeah. Um, we may not be seeing it on the TV the as much. Fine, though. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but I feel like on my Instagram, what I want to see is what I uh, choose to put on there. So I'm going to like this and I'm going to like that that pertains to me so I can see it on my feed. Exactly. Um, and I don't know. I just don't like the, the girls bashing other girls. And just to point out, Danny Lee not even black, black. So we not even. Like that? She not even black at all. So, <laughs> girl, you're Dominican. We're smooth. Which Anyways. I guess they say Dominicans are black, but like. I no, mean, they you do. You can't claim us when you want to be claimed. Exactly. Because it, da- I'm like, you're not even black because y'all people don't even claim us. So we're going to leave exactly. you right there. I, I we're not bashing, but I'm just. That's very important to mention. Said, Other races only want to be black when it benefits them. Like, girl, no. You want oh, so so now since you made this song yellow bone, I'm black. Since she's too. with a black man. I'm black. But too. while we talk about black girl magic, my thing is don't reap benefits because you're being coddled by a black man and that's where you receive your praise. I want you to get some black friends. Okay? Receive your praise from them because the black man, more than enough, right, he's fucking you. He not he not finna tell you what's right or wrong. You right. Exactly. So until then, Danny Lee. And don't stop using that. I'm dating a black man as a fucking. That's what pissed me off. You're still a colorist at the end of the day. I don't give a fuck what she, he could be the blackest of the blackest of the black bitch. You still a colorist. That doesn't change <laughs> anything. I, I'm dating a black man. Okay. <laughs> People have black kids and can still be a colorist. That doesn't mean anything. Just because you're black doesn't mean you can't be a colorist either. That's true. Yes, girl, speak on it. So, I, stop using that as a, an excuse or a pity me. Girl, I don't give a fuck. I felt like that was disrespectful anyways when she <laughs> used that because his his girl, his past girlfriends are dark-skinned. His children are dark-skinned and they're females. Exactly. Or, so, and, sis, and that, what I, made you come out your mouth to say that? Exactly. I think the his children being black girls is very important to mention because if you're supposed to be his girlfriend and I'm, I don't know if you're around his kids or not, but you probably are at this point. So you're just putting this colorism ideation into their head and making them feel inferior because but I blame that black man too, honey. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh for sure. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. I'm just making sure that it's clear. Because oh, no. You no, had no. no. I know you heard the song. <laughs> right. I know you heard the song before it went big. I know you did. And I but know did you heard, see I his comments at the bottom? What did he say? He commented yellow suns. To rep- I said, oh, don't you... Not you agreeing. If y'all could see my face right now. Not you agreeing with your children. That, that pissed me off. Because I'm like, oh, you coddling her, mm-hmm. and you agree, you giving her confirmation to do such a thing. Your children are dark skin. Your children are darker than me. <laughs> what are you doing? It pissed me off. And See? that's the problem with black men too. That's, they that's the problem with not loving yourself. And, and that's why I said before, the black man may coddle you. You need to go talk to his mama. You need to get you some black friends. You in the you in the hip hop in- industry, full of black people. 
Sis. And the song was fucking trash. It was trash. Since we talking about Come on, it. Come on, Kenya. It was. It won't even Ten seconds in and I turned this shit the fuck okay. off. And that's just that. But we gonna get off Danny Lee's head, though. I heard the song. Though. Yellow bonus, what I'm I good. Uh, That's all I am. <laughs> I said, is it? I could have fucking wrote that song. I'm not in the mood for the title, so. <laughs> Y'all, we we just gonna simmer down a little bit. Come on, not really, cause we got another heated topic. Oh, we got another heated <laughs> So people feel that the term uh, "black girl magic" or "black girls are magic" when it's first coined was racist, and like I said, this was coined by the non-black individual. They think everything's racist. Honestly, I don't care, and I'm not interested in what y'all gotta say. Um, I'm not interested in having a Latino magic, a white girl magic. You don't need to be included in everything, and that's my thing with black culture. Exactly. Other cultures and other people of other ethnicities feel like, oh, well, the black person is doing it, and it looks fun and looks cool, and I want it too. Let exactly. me get some. You don't yeah, need a piece nothing. of the pie all the time. Exactly. Can we have something for ourselves? No, is what they really are saying. Right. <laughs> they no. are really yes. like they are really looking at us and being like, no, nah, y'all can't have that. Exactly. <laughs> y'all can't be magic. Y'all can't be wonderful. Just y'all can't look each other up. Y'all can't be excellent. Just like with Black Lives Matter. Yes. And then they have, yeah. have to be Blue Lives Matter. And that's not the point. I think that they take away from the goal of what our statements mean. We're saying black girls are magic. We ain't saying no white woman is less than us just yeah. because, you know what I mean? We're just empowering ourselves. They just hate to see us celebrate one another because exactly. that, when they we do, do that, it. we're rising above. Exactly. And they don't want us to congregate and, and unify no. because when we do that, black people, I'm telling y'all, we will conquer everything. No, they yeah. don't want us to love each other. At all. To celebrate each other. <laughs> I don't get it. I honestly don't. I just think that that's all rooted in, like, hatred for mm-hmm. black people. Like, you you can tell me, like, oh, I don't hate black people. I love black people. Okay. Like, uh, okay. okay. Like, I don't. Where's their action? Let me I, see your right, I'm not seeing the action behind that, quite honestly. And you're you telling me, like. Oh, I have a black friend. Oh, my boy! I used to date a black guy in college. Oh, girl, I got, I, I get that all the time, girl. That's college, and just because you dated him, don't he had a penis. I would exactly. date him too, maybe. I don't. <laughs> I just don't care. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I just don't care. Right. You I, I, I said my sis is popping. And I'm she leaving is, it at that. Exactly. Unless you're saying that my sis is popping, we're moving on. Oh, exactly. <laughs> we're Not, moving on. Am I popping too? That's no. why I, I can't. I've reached a point no where pity. I just cannot like, acknowledge it. Mm-mm. I cannot acknowledge that you are taking away from this other black woman, or like I, I just I refuse. I'm just not about to sit here and go back and forth about somebody else's compliment. Mm-hmm. Worry that. about yourself. Mm-hmm. Worry about yourself. I'm here to uplift sis right now. Okay. okay. It's a, I always need to be included for me. Like. We gotta be included too. No, you don't. We Let us have our moment. The black people are not included. One. So, but really, we don't be asking to come exactly. to y'all barbecues. Y'all don't, cause y'all can't cook no way. Y'all season y'all food. <laughs> 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 we do like a little large, mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. sweet we baby talking about a little barbecue earlier. Okay. But y'all yeah, like a little lemon pepper. Mm-hmm. I like. Some salt and some pepper on top of that, cause y'all don't put that on there. Come on, the Mr. Brick with the seafood pizza. <laughs> uh, okay, the okay. Mr. Brick. Black. Black. Black folk. Black. 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 <laughs> what would America be without the black folk? Honey, nothing. Unseasoned. Nothing. I, <laughs> I had a whole potato. That's it. 
He's stupid. <laughs> okay, so why do you all believe the movement um, is so important and why is it still thriving today after so many years? Like this movement started back in like 2013 and it's now 2021 and it's getting like even more amplified. Everyone's all about it. There's conferences about it. There's... Um, you know, like little engagements and people are starting businesses around black girl magic and everything. So why do you think it's so successful? I think that it's been so successful for one, for social media. Yes. So if it wasn't for social media, I feel like things wouldn't blow up as quickly as they did and continue to stay there. Mm -hmm. And I think too that black women are starting to, you know, love themselves more and empower other people. So that's also a reason for why it's grown and it's considered continue to stay relevant because if we didn't start actually believing what we were saying and start spreading the word and spreading the message then it wouldn't be relevant today and I think that we have to continue to do that in order to continue to motivate the next generation and continue to have them feel like okay I'm a black girl I'm magical too and I can empower myself and empower my sisters and my friends and my cousins and everybody around me and help them understand that as black women we have to stand together in order to become something greater. Mm -hmm. Yes. I just feel like the movement helps us to celebrate our wins Mm -hmm. um, and our accomplishments and goals. Um, And like you said, it wouldn't have um, grown as rapidly as it did if social media was not as present as it is um, back in 2013 as it has grown until now. Um, But I just like how, like I said, it celebrates women. Black women love that. Um, and I love seeing those posts when, you know, like sometimes I'm down or like, I didn't meet a goal this week or I planned out, Oh, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And I'm just felling all around. And I'm like seeing my good sis on social media. I don't even know sis from the crack of hell. I don't know you girl, but I'm like, yes, sis. And I'm like amped up. Like I'm sad at the moment, but girl, you doing good. And that gives me the motivation to move on. I feel like it just amps people up. It gives them, like, you know, the energy to move forward when they're lacking. And that's what I like about the movement. Yeah, and I think, just to touch on that real quick, I think, like, being proud of people that you don't know is, like, an amazing thing. Yes. Me seeing, like you said, being on social media and seeing other black women that I follow, I have no idea who these women are, but I'm proud of their success. Just like I know if they saw mine, they would be proud of me, too. Right. And that's just, like, a different feeling, a different level, and a different like aspect within our communities mm-hmm. that I do love about the black girl magic movement mm-hmm. yes I love this movement because I think it's taught us to love out loud love ourselves out loud mm-hmm. you know and I think that that's something that black people have needed for a long time I think we need to be shouting to the rooftops I, I want to see sis in Walmart with her hair freshly done and be like girl you look good okay right. you look good okay I said it I want to like I just want more of it I want us to just know that we are flawless like and not in a way that like says that you have to be like whole or you have to be a picture but flawless Mm -hmm. in the way that you are unique you are beautiful in your soul you are working on yourself you are constantly just creating the picture of beauty Mm -hmm. and I that's what I think it stands for it just it has to continue because we need it yes I love it um so let's move into owning your blackness this is this is a good one when i thought of this i was like it's so simple but so hard so So simple but so hard go ahead girl why do you say so hard 
I feel yeah. like I just feel like you know um, in society me growing up I always like I said I always know it's black but um, growing up in a predominantly white neighborhood um, and classes with predominantly white people um because like okay i'm not gonna put it out i'm gonna put it out there right, hit it. so i was in like um these accelerated programs in school because i guess i was kind of smart Come or like on a different Don't level say kinda. You, Sis, were smart. you were intelligent yeah, from like kindergarten to like middle school i was in like yes. these accelerated courses and even high school as well and i just feel like being around so many white people you kind of have to Back then, I had to, like, downplay my blackness. And even then, I kind of got um, discouragement and, like, not so much great feedback from, like, even my own family members or black people that surrounded me. Like, oh, you a black white girl. It's like, yeah. I said, excuse me? Like, even when I, like, I think I told you this. Even when I went home recently, we talked about this, me, you, and Jazz. Like, yeah. that was like, oh, you know, she's, like, the black white girl. And I'm just like. What does that mean? I said, and I, I call people out all the time because that's just me. They know me. I'm like, no, I'm just black. I'm like, just because maybe I may talk more proper or I'm educated or I don't do all the things that y'all do doesn't make me less of a black person. No. Um, because I listen to the same rap music y'all do. We grew up the same way. I do all types of black shit. And I'm proud of my blackness. And I'm proud, yeah. proud of my blackness. I don't try to downplay anything. And I feel like that was kind of a hindrance when I was growing up. Like, I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm black, but I'm around all these white people, but where do I fit in? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, oh, I, I do know, like, back then, I was more comfortable sometimes around white people, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then more uncomfortable around, like, black people at the same time. So I was just like, I don't know. It was just a hard when do you path to, you man- that point to maneuver. To like own your blackness then. I felt like I owned my blackness then, but it wasn't like a hundred percent. Like it wasn't like all the time. Like right. when I really needed to stand up for myself, like I'm like, don't try me because right. you've really fought about to see the black side. Like you know, like the white yeah. people are like, well, you're not really black, and it's like, oh, oh sis, I'm gonna show you today. <laughs> I'm gonna show you what a black person is. Right. Okay. And then it's like, okay. And then they're like, okay, whatever. Blue, blue, blue. Yeah. But I feel like in college and then when I, in high school, kind of, I really started, like, owning my blackness. Like, I remember I wanted to cut all my hair off and, you know, just go all natural. And my mom's like, no, no, no. I'm like, girl, this is my hair. What's wrong with you? I'm cute. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I feel like people just thought, like, oh, back then, because it was, like, like 2011 or something, uh, people just thought natural hair wasn't the thing. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. if you have natural hair, you can't get a good job or yeah. you won't get accepted into the, into the schools or the programs you, that you want to. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't care. So one day I got my hair cut. Like I, like I said, I lived with my grandmother growing up anyways, if you didn't know. I cut my hair. And after I, I did it on purpose, I did it to be petty. Because um, I'm petty boost. Even back then, I got my hair cut. After I got my hair cut, that's when I started driving. I went right over to my mom's house and showed her my hair cuts. Because I knew she was going to get mad. And I'm like, okay. You're right. You I, didn't, I didn't have to say anything. Before I got out of my car, I was like, you got trash. Why did you do that? I'm 
whatever. Right. I came up here and I sped off. <laughs> Bye. Um, but I felt like, like I said, in high school and in college, I really started owning my blackness. Um, I started surrounding myself with more black people. Not that I didn't before, but I was around the same crowd of black people that I've been around since like kindergarten because, like I said, we we're in the accelerated classrooms. Right. Um, and I grew up in like a it was a, a medium sized town. Um, but I don't know. Like I just did my research and watching black shit. I mean, I've always watched black shit, but it's just like I just got in tune like with my energy, my vibes, and just learning and just like this is my hair, this is the way I look. Yo not finna talk crazy to me or about my black people. I don't know good sis. Yeah. But I'm finna stick up for uh, good sis. Yeah. And I I mean I still do that to this day, so I don't know. That's what I think. It's hard but simple. Like like at the workplace. Yeah, I yeah. think that environment ties a lot in a lot into it because I feel like I, like me today here, twenty five years old, being black as hell. Like I feel like I'm owning my blackness like all the time. But I do know like the way I'm chit chatting with y'all right now, like it's not the way I talk to the people at work, but mm-hmm. it is the way I talk to my black sisters right. at work because. I know that it's a safe environment, you know? And so I think that um, I used to think like, ooh, I'm not being consistent in my blackness. I'm not being this. But I, and it's not that I know how to turn it on or turn it off because I am who I am all the time. But I do know how How to to tailor myself to the environment. I'm not about to be at work saying nigga and, you know, la-di-da-di-da-di-da, you know, because I know that. They not here for that, and they not gonna understand that the way that it's gonna be understood in an environment like this or around my family, you know. So that's where I'm gonna put that energy. That's where I'm gonna show people who I really am. And unfortunately, for the people that are in those environments that don't allow for that, you don't get to know the real me. And that's on you, you know. Mm -hmm. Like that's on you not understanding me. That's on you not understanding maybe my culture. I'm not sure, but um, I definitely think that. Black people have to, and that's that's probably the saddest part is that we have to learn how to turn it on and turn it off. Yeah, and we have to part. teach our kids that, and we have to teach our like we have to teach everybody that every environment is not gonna love you for everything mm-hmm. that you are. Yeah, even though everything that you are is beautiful. Exactly. So that's that's just I don't want to say a downfall to being black, but it's just a hurdle. I mean, yeah, that's like what we go through all the time. Like you have, like you said consistency is key when being black but sometimes it's hard like you have to tailor yourself to the environment yeah but i'm trying to that's a goal of mine to be black unapologetically embrace all my blackness embrace my beauty and be comfortable in all spaces like i shouldn't have to downplay myself to make you comfortable no and i feel like that's something that's been ingrained Mm -hmm. in me and i feel like a lot of people like a lot of black women black men even just to Make the other make other people comfortable because if they're not comfortable around you, it's an issue. And it's like exactly. I shouldn't have to stuff. do that. Like I know we shouldn't have to, but unfortunately, it's just a, right now. Like that's our uh, that is literally our reality. I am. I have to show you that I am approachable. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. to show you that I am kind. I have to show you all of these th- good things about me before you even tell me your name. Exactly. You know, just so that you know that I'm not that every that. All these stereotypes about black women. I am not aggressive. I am not mean. I am not stuck up. I am not white, black. You know, like, I am not any of those things. Like, 
I have to show you literally all of my positive qualities before you can even muddle a word to me. Mm-hmm. And that and that is sad. Yes. I, I am overexerting myself. Uh, and maybe that's where the sadness and black girls magic comes from. Yeah. Like I have to constantly put on a face that says I am good exactly. and you are good to be around me. Mm-hmm. Why? It's pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's approachable. Yes. Yeah. It's shiny. Yeah. A trophy. (laughs) Right. Yes. I feel like with that too, like what Chris is saying, like, you can't have a bad day as a black woman. Hell no. Like, there's times when I go to work and I just don't feel like talking. But me not feeling like talking means that I'm in a bad fucking mood. Have you seen that? That gets on my nerves. No, I, I, I screenshotted it today. Yeah, a black woman can't be an introvert in the workplace because they think something's wrong. Exactly. So yeah. it's like, well, that happened to me last week. I'm tired. It's yes. eight o'clock. I had to get up on my bed at eight o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. I just don't want to talk to you right now. Yes. I, that doesn't mean I'm in a bad mood. And it's like I have to explain to myself. You have to I'm explain not in a bad yourself. Mood. I'm tired, or I just don't want to talk today. Or to be honest. Y'all not supposed to be fucking talking to me anyways. Talk to your damn kid. Right. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, so right. now I have to be an aggressive and mean because you think that I'm in a bad mood when really I just don't want to talk. Right. And it's like, why? And do I had to explain that. Exactly. Why? why do I have to explain myself? Why do I have to overprove myself just to be, appro- like you said, to be approachable or to be seen as like, okay, she's kind, she's sweet, right. she's nice. And I have to be that all the time. But that's not the reality. I'm not in a good mood all the fucking time. No, not at all. Like, but you're and I'm not, tired of you're pretending. not awarded that luxury because exactly. you're not. Not afforded that luxury. Exactly. You can't, we can't afford to not be in a good mood. Like, we mm-hmm. have to be there. We have no choice as a black woman but to be in a good mood, to be approachable, to be happy, and to be excited. To be a caregiver. Exactly. <laughs> to be all these things. And it's like, what are y'all giving to us? Nothing. Headaches. Not shit. Got to work for everything double time. <laughs> exactly. I have to be all these things that you don't even have to be half of. It's exhausting being a black woman. It is. Like, it is. And I think that that's something that we don't get to talk about too often. That it is really tiring. Let's I talk have about to it. constantly, constantly just overexert myself. Exactly. It's a full time job. It, it truly is. is. You have to, it, I have to maintain. I have to maintain an image for you. Like, yeah. I know who I am, but I have to show you mm-hmm. that I am consistent. I have to show you that I'm not gonna switch it up. Yeah, I like, and I feel like that's across <laughs> all spaces, not just the workplace. No, like no, even when I go hurts. into the grocery store, I'm like, oh, I gotta be presentable when I'm talking to the people and they ask me a question. I gotta be, oh yeah, yeah right. Like, I gotta do a voice change. I gotta switch my voice from how I normally talk just to make sure that you can understand what the hell I'm saying. And it's like, yes. cause Why you know them tone inflections, they get confused. Like, exactly. oh, or oh, she got an attitude because. She sounds very loud right now. I'm like, I'm talking loud so you can hear me over my mask. Right. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I think, too, another problem is our black men don't understand us. They think, I think that, and y'all can correct me if I'm I'm wrong, but I think that black men feel like that their lives are so much harder than us. But they don't realize the shit we go through, too. Like, I get it. Y'all got hard lives, but so the fuck do we. And y'all don't give us half the credit that we deserve. I think that's everybody. But yeah, I I feel you. Yeah. I truly do. I truly do. I think everybody downplays the yeah. role of a black woman. Yeah. Everybody Because we have does. so much to handle. Like, it's, everything falls on our plate. Like, I feel like, like, when you're in a relationship with the man, if he doesn't do it. You got to. You, you, he knows you're going to do it. It's no question about it. 
But I feel like, you know, I feel like that, that can be your relationship. What you were saying earlier, like the perception that black women have to constantly be strong. Mm-hmm. Like, what? And resilient. Why? Why? Why do exactly. I have to pick up all the slack? Exactly. <laughs> Why can't I just... He don't do it, so guess what? The, I'm not gonna fucking do it either. No, but if ahead. I don't do it, then it's not gonna get done. Right. And I just think that that's... Like you said, black men know that we're gonna always be there to pick up the pieces when they lack. And it's, that's not fair to us, because who's picking up the pieces for us? Nobody. But I feel like we can have that conversation. That's a conversation to be had. Um, it is. Like, in your relationship... With just men in general and your family, like, because I feel like you know that that does happen a lot where men is just, I feel like sometimes it's just a part of being a man. Like they just like, oh well, she gonna do it. Yeah. If I don't get around to it, and not saying that th- that's what all men do. That's society's expectations. Yeah. But plus, yeah, that's. Yeah. I feel like that's what women has been doing since the slavery days. Like, yeah. oh well, she's gonna do it. Yeah, and that's why I think too, like. Black men especially, they think that black women are too independent, but that's how y'all groomed us to be. Because and that's how we, we have to be. But that's, that's how we have to be, but exactly. we can't even blame that just on it. We have to blame that on the oh, woman, too. too. Yeah, because growing up, the female figure says, I'm going to groom you to be this way. This is how society wants you to be, and this is how I yeah. want you to be. And, you know, but... For me, I'm not going to raise my children that way. Like, be who you want to be. Do what you want to do. I'm not going to raise you to take care of anybody. I'm, I'm going to raise you to be independent. Go get your own. Because I feel like as a kid, that's what I was. Like, I, I was doing my own thing. Or I, I didn't care what you was doing. I didn't want anybody to do anything for me when I was a kid. I'm like, I got it. Exactly. I got it. Yeah. I can do this. But I don't. I felt like, I don't know. That's I was raised by my grandfather, really, and I feel like he, actually, he did a lot. Yeah. I was kind of baby, but I still did, I still did my thing. Like, I didn't want help, like, yeah. but I didn't have, um, there weren't any, like, gender roles, like, you should do this, blue, 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 like, yeah. I did whatever I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, but when you think about, like, how you're raised, like, your grandparents, are those the only people that you, in your life that you feel like you can depend on? Oh yeah, for sure, hundred percent. If and I really, I, if I really needed something to get done, I'm going to them first. Exactly, and I feel like that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel like, especially if you're dating or you're in a relationship with somebody, we're at the point now that we shouldn't still be calling our mama and daddy to help us with shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. we should be able to turn to our men and be like. I need help with X, Y, Z, and go back and tell our parents, like, oh, our man, my man helped me with X, Y, Z. Like, I didn't even have to worry about it. But that's not a lot of our reality. A lot of us can only depend on our parents or our grandparents or whoever raised us to help us with stuff. If you can even depend on them, because some people don't even have that luxury that we were afforded to have parents and grandparents that they can depend on for anything. That's true. I I feel like that's a... That's, a, that's another conversation to have that can be real good. I like that. I like that. Look at us. But you know what? In the beginning, not the beginning of 2021, but like a few weeks ago, I was riding through the neighborhood. And you know, this is real white up here. Real white. Yeah. And I, I don't know, for some time I've been like, all oh, the white kids and white people, they be riding around with their music hella loud, the hip hop and speeding and shit. And I'm like, the the fuck is y'all doing why is it why is it booming so damn loud and then you speeding and let me go five miles over right i said you know what i'm i'm 
pulling with my music because usually I come around and I turn my music down. I'm like, I'm playing yeah, my yeah. black music hella high, loud as shit. I'm not turning nothing down for y'all white people, and that's gonna be part of me embracing my blackness, and that's just it. Honey. And it's like little things like that that you don't even realize. That yeah. Oh that's yeah. That's so small, but it, it's so but it's true, so like, big though. Yeah. It's, like, it's ingrained in us. Exactly. But it's, honey, I don't do that no more. I pull I'm into work no every more. morning, seven fifteen, darling, <laughs> blasting my music, and you know I gotta have a little balance of hot and cold, so my window down just a little bit because I'm bumping. Okay. So I know you hear. I know. Exactly. Don't you tell hear me. This. I be running that roundabout every morning now. Don't care. Right. Honey, if they hearing nigga this, nigga that, yeah, yeah, it's a nigga it. in this car. Exactly. She finna get out and go and do I'm her job. And I'm around, okay? This is right. me getting ready for my day. I'm getting ready to show y'all this sunshine that y'all want so bad, okay? Right. okay. <laughs> Let me prep. <laughs> I need my heart shit before I get up in there smiling. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. I need Kevin, okay? okay. Right? <laughs> and that's on that. Let's talk about. I know we kind of like touched like a little smidge, but not really. Um, natural hair. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yes. Honey, sis is rocking the natural puff. It wasn't a little fro earlier this week, but you make a transition happen. Yes, and I did some chunky two-strand twists on my hair with a little bit of weave, darling. Okay, <laughs> yes. yes. So, why or why not natural hair? I think natural hair is just beautiful, honey, because you can do whatever you want with it. Are you, are you tired of your curls, girl? Put them up. Put on your wig, honey. Go get your hair sewn in, honey. Like, are you tired of that? Well, braid it up. No, you want your curls back? Then take, take it take down. Take <laughs> Sis, you better wash your hair. Yes. You better deep condition that them curls flow. Yes. Exactly. I live for the versatility of black hair. Yes. The people want it. And we they got do. it. We got And it. you can't have it because it so only grows nice. from the scalp. Yes, okay. doll. Yes. Nothing you do will ever be black. It's not going to be the same. Yes, um, I live. Have y'all always embraced your natural hair? Like, I'll go first. I have not. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think obviously, like, when I was younger, like, I was natural, whatever. And then, you know, you get to that certain age, you're just like, oh, I want my hair straight. Yep, seventh grade, I got a perm. Yeah. Or I'm, relaxer. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, oh, I want my hair straight. I didn't get my first relaxer until I was in high school. Yeah, like, my freshman year of high school. And I was like... Right. So 
in. But it took me having to go through different stages of me embracing it and then not embracing it because people telling me I shouldn't mm-hmm. to having to realize how to embrace it again. Yeah, I, I got a perm or a relaxer early right. on. Like, I was young, I, I feel like. Y'all remember them just for kids? I was <laughs> having yeah. one of them just for kids. Like, probably elementary. Oh, I, was I don't even know why. Like, I don't know. But I used to get my hair, look, I was at the salon. I used to get my hair done every two weeks. Blue, yeah. blue, blue. And then for a while, I used to get braids for like like every two weeks because my cousin was braiding hair. But, I mean, back then, natural hair wasn't a thing to me. Like, as a kid, I'm not, I'm not thinking about, oh, natural hair. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, what is natural hair? I feel like it didn't become a thing until, like, when I was in, like, about to graduate high school or something like, like that. But I've always had, like, the, the braids, and I always wore straight hair. Um, well, my hair was always, like, flat iron and whatnot. But I really embraced my natural hair, like I said, when I cut it. Because um, I've been wanting to cut it for years. But when I cut it about two years ago, I was just like, which I was I'm done. so proud of you for doing. Because I was so... Listen, I've been wanting to cut my hair for so long. so long. I used to be so sick of people asking me, are you mixed? Why is your hair so mm-hmm. long? I'm not mixed, sis. Yes. And even black people ask yeah. me this, piss me off to the core. Like, no, I'm black. Right. No, you gotta be mixed with something. Yeah, no, sis. I, I used to get that all the time. Too. Like, Both oh, of my parents are black. Hair, you gotta be mixed with something like... No, my mama's black and my daddy's black. Maybe I'm black. Just because my hair is down my back. Exactly. Doesn't mean shit. Doesn't mean, like, like let me be right. me. So I was like, I feel like I cut my hair for me, but I also cut my hair as a representation to be like, this is my hair cut off, and I want you to watch the process of this growing back. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like even to this day, people are like, is that your real hair? Like, when I first straightened it for the first time after getting it all cut off. Like, sis, you just seen me bald, like, three months ago. Right. Like, it's, it's, it's me. It's it's me. <laughs> like, what what you think finna go in here? It can't even, I don't know. And if it's not me, it's still mine. It's not your business. Right. But, <laughs> I don't know. Natural hair is a, it's a big thing. Like, yeah. even in, like, your work environment, it's like, work climate. Sometimes you can't wear your hair in certain styles. And even in schools, like they're like, oh, well, you can't wear your locks. You can't wear these braids because it's a distraction yeah. or yeah. it's not professional. But, oh, Becky and them can have rainbow color hair all the time and it's not an issue. Yeah. Now, I feel like the rainbow color hair is a distraction to me because I'm finna I'm fin- be looking all in it. Like, sis, what, co- what colors is right. in there? Put that in the colors. colors. How long does exactly. it take? But you do. I'm finna be asking all types of questions. Hair, they gonna take you to HR like, so we feel like right. you're gonna be quick to me in HR. Yeah. Or you got pink hair or blue hair. Right. It's and ghetto it's, for the black It's ghetto female. for a black girl, but for a white girl, she's expressing her creativity. It's true. And her artisticness. That's true. <laughs> so I feel like it's kind of, it's tricky. Yeah. It's very tricky, even in today's society. Like, you never know um, what's appropriate until you ask those. It's, it's sad that you might have to ask those questions in an interview or before you um, come into work, your first day of work. Like, so... What's the appropriate way to wear my hair here? Do I have to slick See, it back into a bun, or can I, I just wear think my that's locks? so wild? But it's true. Like yeah. I had um a one of the new hires um at work. She 
because you know I put those butterfly locks into mm-hmm. my hair, and so she came up to me and she was like, "Oh, who did your hair?" She was like, "I was like, oh, girl, I did it, blah 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 blah," <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, I had some locks in right before I started, but I took them out because I didn't know like if that would be okay." And it just, it really, it it took me back. I was like, "What? Like, why wouldn't it be okay?" But right. it, it's not okay some places, you know. And I think it's. It's been a difficult journey with my hair. Like I have, I have been, <laughs> I have went through moments where I'm like, I don't know. Like seventh grade, I said I got my relaxer, but I was still getting like black ass hairstyles. I mean, honey, I'm getting like flat twists <laughs> with bumps, and it's like cramped in the yeah. back. Like I'm still feeling fly and black as right, hell. Right. I used to have the popcorn oh. twist, and yes. then I had the little uh, popcorn twist with the little yes, dog. little twist in the back. I'm feeling fabulous. Like <laughs> all types of shit. And can't nobody tell me hair. nothing. Right? Can't nobody tell me nothing. And then like high school, it was like okay, sewings and braids and stuff like that and then I went to college and I'm seeing all these beautiful Mm -hmm. well not even because I went to a very diverse high school okay Mm -hmm. and then I went to a PWI for college and I was shocked I'm like I ain't never been around this many motherfucking white people okay I mean I ain't never and so it was it was really like a culture shock for me to be around that many white people but I'm seeing these black women still because black women pop especially in a crowd full of whites right you know so I'm looking around and I'm like oh look at all this beautiful black hair and so I cut my hair I'm like oh I'm about to be independent hated that shit it's a lot and then i was like oh i don't like my hair texture so like i said earlier i'm a 4c natural i am living and loving it now darling but now at that time it was just not it was just not my vibe i was like okay this is too much so i started putting texturizers in my hair if you don't know what texturizer oh, is Lord. it basically like loosens your curl yeah. a relaxer will make it completely straight a texturizer will take you from a 4c to a 3b okay and like i was just i like i was doing that for a while and then i got straight pieces here real curly pieces here this piece mm-hmm. here and i'm like all i'm doing is damaging my shit right now mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not learning nothing about my hair. I'm, all I'm doing is putting a chemical on it and hoping that it gives me a different image. But but why, you know? Yeah. And so I think it was about about maybe like 2016 I was like fuck it. I'm I'm like, man, forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. Like, I'm just about to let this hair transition and whatever's on the other side of it is going to be what it is. And now I'm just learning to love it. I am doing my, trying to like do styles. I'm seeing, I'm watching a lot of YouTube videos. I want to learn how to switch my hair up, honey. So that if I'm not feeling my puff one day, I can put some braids in it. Y'all crispy switching it up, sis. Yes, y'all speaking it. I be like... <laughs> Sis, yeah, you changed her hair again. Yeah, Butterfly locks, and she got the, the twist, and she got the the braids. I said, okay, Chris. Yes, and you know what? I love walking into work with that because they be like, oh, Chris. You did your hair. I'm like, yep, I like to switch it up. <laughs> and I leave it at that. And I leave it at that because I'm not about to explain to what I did. I'm not about to explain that I switched my hair. I'm not about to explain I don't that need I took this weave out. Follow up question. Honey, I switched it up and I looked the fuck good. Okay. <laughs> and that's just that on it. I said it. <laughs> my journey with my natural hair has been. It's been a journey. I wouldn't say it's been bad. It's just a lot, especially when you're trying to learn about your hair. Like, I started off very short, nothing. And then I feel like when it started growing, that's when the process began. Mm -hmm. And it's like, 
well, what was working before doesn't work now. When it was yeah. short, I used this product and this product worked. But yeah. now that it's growing longer, my curl um, pattern is, is changing yeah. and it's elongated. I need a different product. And the the time. Mm-hmm. Talk about Ooh. time. Yes, baby. Hours. Hours. You got to do. If, if you really want to do a good job, so you got to do the shampoo, then you got to do the conditioning. You, if you feeling deep real good, you're going to do the deep, deep conditioning. Condition. Right. And sit you might want to do the hide oil treatment and sit under the dryer. And honey, after you wash all that out, you got to detangle and you got to moisturize. And then you got to do your styling. Exactly. And then maybe the next day after that dries, and if or if you dry the same day, you got to oil the scalp. Because exactly. who want to dry scalp? Yes. And it's do all of this before work on Monday. And you got exactly <laughs> okay. And hey, let me—I have to do my hair. I do my hair every Sunday in the mornings most time because guess what? It takes a full day for it to dry. Yes. Or I'm gonna be looking like I don't know somebody. Yes. Yeah. Just mad it to the head if I don't. And I think too, what's important, like Chris was saying, how she like watches YouTube videos. Yes. Watching YouTube videos on protective styles is one thing, but trying to watch YouTube videos on people with, like, natural hair and trying to use the same products that work for them, Mm -hmm. I think it's very important that we mention that all black people here ain't the same. Even if y'all understand, if you have 4C and you watching a girl on YouTube who got 4C hair, those products are not going to work the same for you. So I think that, like, me and Tori will talk about, like, if if I got my hair out the time, we'll (laughs) we'll talk about, like, hair products or whatever, but I know that, okay, well, I'm going to try it. But just because it works for her, it's not going to work for me. Yeah, I'll try it in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that as black women, if you're going to embrace your natural hair in its full capacity and, like, actually wear your hair out natural, not wear it in weaves or yeah. wigs and all that, you just have to be willing to put in the work to try hair. and test out the different products, the different styles that work for you. And put in that money, honey, because it's expensive. Girl, okay. <laughs> I be dreading when I got a re-up. I be like, hey, yeah. come on, re-up. You got you to buy three, four of the products at one time, and you know they're over $12 a piece. Right. Shampoo and conditioner be $50 by stuff. You're right. Hold up. Now, let me put y'all on real quick, because <laughs> a good shampoo and conditioner. For your hair. For Ooh. your hair, and it's by the white folk. Aussie, it will. Get I her use Aussie too. Bomb. The deep moisture one, yes. yes, and the regular one, the conditioner. Will get your life, okay? It will get your life. <laughs> yes. It makes your hair so like sleek and like smooth, like it butter. Does I love? I live for that one. It's like six dollars too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it lasts yeah, a good minute. Some and get you that de- okay, that get that detangler brush. Oh yeah, yes. detangler brush, yeah, the denim brush, which yeah. the denim brush, honey. Yeah, and they they sense. not cheap. I ain't gonna ask you like they cheap because yeah. they're not right. They expensive, but they last. Not cheap about doing bad. your hair though. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, especially not no black. If you want it healthy, because right, exactly. If you want it healthy and if you want it to be cute, yes, because I'm telling you, that denim brush, girl. Honey, will you try to do a braid out or a twist out? That yes. was like no Honey, I use that just for the, just wash. Oh, I got my little wash and go kind of. Yeah. Okay, wash and go. Honey, that's all I do. I don't be doing nothing else. <laughs> but that wash and go is not a wash and go. It's a wash long and go. Yeah. Because you got to section it, put the product on, comb, comb no, it through, really. and then you got to do it. It's like, I ain't got the type of hair that you can comb it all down at one time and then it curls back up. I, I don't know my curl pattern, but. I don't know mine. 
it's, pro- it's kind of like a three. And your hair porosity, too. Yes. Yeah. I used to be big into that. Yes. I am a 4C low porosity. Girl. I know I'm like in the threes. <laughs> yes. I can Cause see that. Because it, it shrinks so much, yeah. but it's not like a, it's not a tight coil. Yes. But yeah. it's not loose either. I love like your you coils, girl. Y'all you. gotta look it up, though, for sure. Yeah, I be trying to look it up, and I still don't be. I used to be into it when I was like uh, first I'm natural, but I haven't. I'm like, girl, what's my hair thick type? Right. She, she probably don't know either. Right, but she might. <laughs> <might. laughs> I'm gonna ask her though. She might. Right. She might be a little bit more. It's worth the ask. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Y'all know we out here making history now as black women. Black yes. women are doing bullshit. Yes. We're doing nice things. <laughs> we're doing good things. We're finally getting noticed. Not just by the white folk, but by ourselves, honey. We hyping yes. ourselves up. We're hyping our mama, sisters, cousins, uncles, nephews. You ain't even got to be a woman, but we going to hype you up. <laughs> Listen, Amanda Gorman with that, that nice poetry, okay? Yes. I said, sis, she wrote that? I listened to it like 10 times, no lie. Yeah. It was so good to me. And she just, I don't know, she's like so tiny with a big voice. And like her speech, it was just, I don't know, it was just so gratifying to hear. Like it just made me just sit like this. And awe, huh? And like awe, like sis. And she's you, so young too. Yeah. And I think that's what's amazing. Like she's what like 21 22 yeah she goes to harvard yeah she's really young i I love that and she she's like got so many opportunities just from that and that just made me happy i'm like girl you better take all the opportunities that are we love to see it coming your way (laughs) right like to see it i love it and let's talk about you know, let me shout out some other black women. Come on, black. We're going to talk about Kamala Harris. Just a little brief. Michelle Obama. We there already mentioned is. Amanda Gorman. And good mama Cicely Tyson rests in rest peace. In, yes. A legacy rest left behind. Yes. Yes, Miss Cicely. <laughs> I almost cried when I saw that she died. I thought it was a joke. I'm like, please stop. I knew it was a joke because, I mean, she was. She I was mean, older for sure, but she lived life. a long, she lived a long, life. fulfilling life. life. I think that that's what black women are here. We are here to just make strides for the next yes. black woman, and she just set up so many black women for success, especially in the entertainment industry. Yeah, and she worked. She worked. Yeah. Like, she, she worked was, the day before she passed. She I'm was like, on a book tour. Or something yeah, like that. she was doing some type because I know she was on the Gail King show mm-hmm. like that same week. So she worked her entire life like she didn't let anything stop her yeah that's just so as a black woman it's just like so fulfilling to see and motivating it's admiring yeah she was a great woman to look up to because she didn't she didn't take any roles that she felt downgraded Mm -hmm. a black woman like i'm not gonna be your help or i'm not gonna be the prostitute i'm not gonna work as a janitor or a a Something, someone on the bus. Like, yeah. I'm going to work as a proud black woman. Something that we don't normally see. Mm-hmm. Something that I want my children and children to come to look up to. And she just, every time she played in something or every time she gave an interview, she just spoke with wisdom, yeah. purity, and she just seemed like, I don't know. I don't even know the word. It was just like a, a black goddess. A black, yeah, yeah, a black goddess. And I just love to see it. And I feel like they always gave her roles, too, that made her 
be like that word of wisdom that she yes, did. Yes, a movie. queen. Like, mm-hmm. They always gave her those She roles. earned like, it. Yeah. And they knew so she inspiring. wasn't going to take anything less than. Period. And she should not. It's right. like, come to me with what? <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh I didn't no. think so. That's not for me. So, yeah, she was very motivating and inspiring. Mm-hmm. So, rest in peace to the true queen. Absolutely. And I, you know, I really just wanted to shout out M- Michelle Obama because right, honey, I love that outfit. <laughs> Sis is always on one, but that Sis. outfit took me out. broke the internet. Okay, okay. And not with the big bell. I said, <laughs> okay. I said she left the White House with that little messy bun and back. Said I'm done with the, the shit, and she came back with the hair. She fun. came back to stuck. She said, on them. Michelle, okay. who Obama? No, she friend. said, oh y'all call me y'all forever. First lady, I'm finna show you. She said, Melania, who? Okay. okay. Um, What's her name? We don't know her. Right. <laughs> we I really said, don't know her. Girl. She came. I only know Kamala and Michelle. Okay. <laughs> That's the only people I know. I said, she ain't come to play. No, Michelle came to play. Oh, for me. I said, and the black okay. mask. I said, oh, Michelle. I, I know Obama was president, dog, but I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. Like your man was come. the most powerful man in the world, but I'm looking at right. you. I'm like, Obama you're said the this, good. but what did, what did Michelle say? I'm right. going to ask Michelle first, what and then we're going to go Right. We're going to go to Obama. Right. We're going to go to him after, but Michelle. Right. Michelle, I want to come to your house. Right. Okay. Let's what you cook here. Right. <laughs> Honey, I know them greens taste. You, like, you, you look like you can make some good greens. She just looks like somebody I need to know. Okay. Exactly. Michelle, if you're reading this, if you're hearing this, sis, call me. Right. Call <laughs> my dear. If you need someone to talk to. Uh, right. Put me on a flight. Please. <laughs> I'll babysit your kids. I know they're grown. <laughs> 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 I'll be alive for the grandkids. Right. Look, you might need to babysit Sasha a little bit. Honey, she acting Y'all need a secretary. Right. Y'all, what kind of Y'all have a Listen, I will sweep y'all's floors. No, really. These is floors of excellence. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about Kamala. You know what? I just love Kamala's chill sense of humor, honestly. I love her little swag. She have a little uh, tuxedo jacket on, a little blazer. You know I love a good blazer. A little pearl. A little chucks. Yes. And I'm like, Kamala, come through and make a way. I was here for the movement. Yeah, Uh, I like her excitement. We did it, Joe. Her excitement. That, I... That cracks me up every time. We did it. We did it. We did it. I was up for that. Yes. Oh, God. I love her. I love her good side eye. I think she is doing exactly what we need, though. Like, I feel like Obama was here to pave the way that Mm -hmm. black people can be anything. We can be president. And Kamala said, well, sis, we're getting there, too. Okay. And I'm here for that. So I want her to just be great and to push through these years and just be everything that you can have a bad day, too, sis. Like we were saying, (laughs) ain't nobody perfect and we ain't expecting that, but we know you're going to be excellent. Yeah, I just want to see what she's going to do I think she's going to do great things. Her and Biden both as a whole, I want to see what they're going to do for us and hopefully they get that's she, what I want to do first. Yes. <laughs> okay. Kamala like she don't take no shit. I like Kamala. I'm like she giving me auntie vibes. I'm like come here. But did you <laughs> know that her stepdaughter got a balling contract from what she had on the inauguration? Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Anyway. But I was like, oh, yes. wow, that's interesting. <laughs> Let's congratulate. <laughs> I don't. I don't. 
don't know what's wrong with her. Y'all know she be out of control. I be having to be like. It was. It was interesting. It was. It was. I know. Yeah. Got it. Black girl magic. But yeah. Black girl magic. I like this beat. It's fresh. Black girl magic. Oh, we doing our best. Black girl magic. Oh, we doing this shit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, ladies, before we wrap up, how are we as individuals making a way for black women? We, first off and foremost, we making a way just doing this podcast. That right? is I true. Y'all are also making a way by doing Herp Circle. Yes. yes. They always do their events on Thursdays when I be working, so I can't ever come to work. Ooh, but, okay. Yeah. We can take a little feedback. Maybe we switch it up. Okay, I have to talk to you about something. Yes. But I will always still support. We support all black women over here. And yes. Said, okay, oh, of y'all, course. Y'all doing some absolutely. Well, I don't know about this is right. But we support and uplift and empower black women. So this is always. what we do through our podcast. We are two black and melanated females, and that's that on that. Speaking the truth about what's going on in not only our country but black society as well. Come on, T. Uh, okay. Is he? <laughs> Auntie, 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 collaborating with Hope's Circle. Okay, Hope Circle. Black Girl Magic. Sing it. Oh, Black Girl Magic. What you say? Black Girl Magic. Yes. Thank you, Chris, for coming along. Oh, thank you, so thank you, ladies, for inviting me. This has been beautiful. Yes, this is amazing. <laughs> this episode was very long. I can tell by just looking at it. But it's good. So, y'all tune in. If y'all got to take a break and come back and finish us later, we appreciate that as well. Yes. Love you. Love you guys. And we'll see y'all next time.